episode six midwest baseball rings coming right back at you here follow us and subscribe leave us a good review itunes and spotify but here we go episode six let's hop into it all right episode six midwest baseball rings podcast coming at you itunes spotify soon to be youtube coming real soon can't wait for that real excited to get that going make sure you're following us guys make sure you subscribe leave us a review it goes a long way i appreciate it i've been saying it every show so for those of you that have done it we truly appreciate it we need uh, all the support we can get as uh, we continue to grow but took last week off hope you guys enjoyed a uh, little little downtime away from baseball i know it's tough i know it's tough but holidays got to be around the family you know enjoy yourselves uh stop thinking about baseball for a day or two no more than that no more than that you know just a day or two max max you don't decide to take the week off there when it comes to that enjoy enjoy family time it's important but i'm glad to be back with you guys talking more baseball and let me tell you what man i'll tell you baseball season's coming quick because i know it's coming quick because the chatter, the chatter's, the chatter's going. The boxes are going. The chatter boxes are going. I'm hearing a lot of, a lot of stuff out there. You know, different coaches, organizations, tournament organizations, and uh, you know, just different teams, coaches, everything. Everyone's starting to talk right now, whether good, bad, just to talk, whatever it may be. But it's going right now. It's, uh, you know, it's really starting to go. People are getting excited, talking about their pickups, talking about some off-season work, what's working, what, what's not working. Um, always juicy stuff out there always juicy stuff out there so you're getting to hear that also but you know there's just there's a lot going on right now and uh it's good it's good it's uh it means we're getting closer and closer to baseball season we're getting anxious we're uh you know about a month or two away from just really being anxious where you know it's it's like get me out of this facility and get me on the field and you know unfortunately we're still a couple months away from that but you know, we're getting closer, closer and closer. Once Thanksgiving comes and once Christmas is gone, then the next thing you know, baseball is going to be here. So we are getting there, but I appreciate everyone that's reaching out to me that wants to talk baseball, wants to talk about their team, wants to just, you know, know what other teams are, what's going on with other teams, whether it comes to the tournaments that they're going to or, you know, just inside scoops and everything. So it's uh, I appreciate everyone reaching out. You know, you guys are always welcome to reach out to me. You know, if you email me, if you got my phone number, give me a call, shoot me a text. I, I'm, that's what I'm here for. Talk baseball all day, every day. You want to talk about your team? I want to hear about your team. So continue that. Continue uh, to reach out to us at any point, and we'll keep growing with that and building these relationships. That's what it's all about. You know, trying to do things the right way here. That's what our goal is, and that's the main reason we are doing this is do things the right way. But Check out the website, MidwestBaseballRanks.com. That's MidwestBaseballRanks.com. Make sure you go check it out. Buy a t-shirt, buy a hoodie. It's got some nice little gear over there. Sold a, a nice solid amount on a Good Friday sale. So it's uh, it was uh, I was real impressed. I was uh, shocked to see the support. So I appreciate all the people that you know went out there, bought a t-shirt, bought a hoodie. It's uh, it means a lot. It's uh, I'm excited to see all that gear out there this summer, this spring, and you know see who uh see who the supporters are i appreciate you all it's uh means a lot more to come on on some gear and everything but we'll continue to keep that store open so go ahead and check it out make sure you check it out check us out on instagram guys uh midwest baseball ranks i'd say instagram's probably our you know main main thing we're constantly posting on there we got a pretty good following on there and it's continuing to grow and you know we're trying to do it all organically we're doing it you know on our own trying to build this up by word of mouth trying to get it out there and um it's important uh, make sure you guys are checking out the Facebook mid 
Midwest Ranks on Facebook. Midwest Ranks. Go check us out on Facebook. YouTube coming soon. Twitter, we're working that up also. But we continue to keep these going. Now, YouTube's going to be massive when it comes to the season because we're going to be doing a lot of live streams there. We're going to be doing live interviews from the games, from the fields. We're going to be, you know, this podcast will be eventually on YouTube once we're finished with a background set and everything. So YouTube's coming soon. That's going to be a fun one, no doubt about it. But you know, as always, we got plenty of things up our sleeves here, lots to come. And, you know, I, I wish I could just spoil everything. And, you know, some people have been asking me on the side what we're building and everything, what we're doing. And I'd be glad to talk about it to, you know, coaches one-on-one, whatever that may be, over the phone or uh, email, whatever that is. But, you know, for right now, we're trying to keep some of it under wraps and trying to build it up and trying to build that excitement up for once the season comes, boom, here it is. And everyone's going to love it, that's for sure. So lots more to come on that. It's uh, I'm excited. I, I, I wish I could tell you everything right now. And uh, I hope everyone is excited to see more and, and watch what else we could produce here. Starting next week, guys, I'm going to have a co-host moving forward. Uh, I want to give a big shout-out to my guy, Andrew Meyer, over at MC9 out of uh, the Detroit area, Michigan. He coaches the MC9 10U uh, team for this coming season and uh, just a real good guy man i've gotten to know andrew pretty well since this uh the site and everything the business started up and he was one of the first guys that kind of reached out and was like you know man i love what you guys are doing and uh, you know i want to help i want to support and you know whatever you need from me and you know he's he's just good dude he's a good guy for travel baseball and that's what really you know spoke to me is you know how much he cares for this game how much he cares for the kids and just the travel baseball in the midwest and 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 that's what speaks to me and again that's why i'm doing this here is because i'm trying to change things trying to change ways and trying to bring us all together here and do things the right way for the midwest and do it right for our kids and um you know the future of the game in the midwest and you know it's the south is crazy the west is crazy we know we have to get to that level and we got to do it together man we got to do it the right way we have to be we have to be outspoken we have to be honest with each other we have to be um you know honest with our parents and and whatever it may be we have to do things the right way so andrew's definitely a guy that does things the right way he uh he loves this game he's a great coach good good guy like i said so i'm excited to bring him on i know he's excited we're gonna get him um up and rolling for next week's episode it'll be his first episode and uh if you don't like him yeah we'll throw him out after episode one no, I'm just kidding, Andrew, but excited to have you, man. I, I can't wait. I'm excited. He, uh, you know, when we announced it uh, two weeks ago that we were looking for a co-host, he, uh, you know, one of the first guys to jump on it and say, you know, I'm really interested and, you know, let's let's talk about it. And uh, I'm glad he did. It's uh, it's definitely going to be a good fit. I'm excited to bring another guy on. You know, you guys get a little sick of my voice at times. I don't blame you. Uh, just ask my wife. I'm sure she'll tell you the same thing. Uh, it's uh so you know get a different perspective of things and be able to debate on some things and you know bringing in someone else from another state also helps so you know being able to see more teams more get more interviews get more live interviews again that's the goal man to get these live interviews it's going to be awesome whether it's with a player with a coach you know right after a game a big game whatever that may be so and he's going to do a great job i'm excited to bring him on but um We'll, we'll get into that next week and throw him right into the mix of things here. But if you guys remember him, he was uh, on one of the first episodes. He did a great interview, had a lot of fun with him, and uh, re- went really well. So got some good feedback on that one and, uh, you know, seemed like a great match. So I'm excited to bring him on next week and make sure you guys welcome him with uh, open arms. Let's hop into our state portion of the show here. We've been going state by state the past couple episodes. So uh, this today's episode, we're going with the state of Iowa. Everyone loves Iowa. Just a just a great state. If you haven't been there, go check it out. Good baseball. 
no doubt. Bettendorf, great facility over there. I know JP Sports uses them um, a decent amount, but uh, great facility, good baseball over there. And we got a great interview coming um, from Casey later on from Cedar Rapids Reds, you know, one of the top premier programs in, in not just the Midwest, but the entire country. So I'm excited to, for you guys to listen to that one. Make sure you stick around. You're definitely going to want to hear that one. But let's hop over to Iowa State rankings here. And we're going to start it off with the 9U rankings out of Iowa. Let's give some special shout-outs here. Uh, number 10 coming in at 9U, we got the Iowa Tar Heels. Number 9, we got Rams Black. Number 8, we got Rage Red. Number 7, we got Norwalk Elite. Number 6, we got Top Tier Iowa. Number 5, with the 29-12-2 and two record, we got Quad City Heat. Number 4, with a 35-6-1 and one record, we got Iowa Sticks. Number three, with a 39-13 record, we got the Cedar Rapids Reds. And number two, with a record of 30-4, and four, we got the Savages coming in. Love that name. Absolutely love that name. 30-4 record. And number one, with a record of 52-7-1, we got the Quad City Knights. What a year they had. Big wins. They, they took out uh, the Rage Red. They took out Cedar Rapids Reds. They took out the Sparks out of Illinois, Iowa Sticks, uh, Bulls Black. So, heck of a year for the Quad City Knights. 52-7-1. That's a heck of a record at uh, 9U. So, congrats, guys. Uh, hop over to the 10U rankings for last year. Again, these are end-of-the-season rankings for the 2021 season. So when I say the age, this will be, um, you know, if you were 10U last year, obviously you're going to be 11U this year. So this 10U rankings, we uh, we want the top five here. I, I talked about in a previous episode, if, if we couldn't find a strong top 10, and again, we may be missing teams, and please let us know if we are. You know, we don't get it perfect. We, we feel like we do have the best out there, and, try to get it as close as we can but we're not just going to throw 10 teams on there throw 10 teams on there that's not the way we do things and um, don't plan on doing things that way so um, we're going to do just five here for the 10 new rankings for last year uh, end of the season rankings 2021 so coming in at number five we had the iowa sticks red with the record of 34 and 11 number four we had quad city knights right back at us 32 12 and 2 number three we had midwest pride Number two, we had Quad City Heat Elite. And number one, with a record of 38 and 18, we had the Cedar Rapids Reds. Big wins. Uh, they took out Quad City. They took out Midwest Pride. Took out the Knights. A couple big wins. This team plays a, a pretty tough schedule, too. And uh, this is a special team. Um, some good catching, good pitching on this team. I got a, a, a one pitcher that's just a stud. I uh, saw him down in Florida last year and, you know, pitched a great game. And his catcher was also part of this team and just a, a good ball club, good kids, and uh, definitely deserve this number one ranking, that's for sure. So congrats, Cedar Rapids Reds, with number one ranking there. We'll tap over to the 11U division last year. And the 2021 rankings here coming in at number 10, we have Iowa Magic. Number nine, Linmar Lions. Number eight, we got the Lumberjacks. Number seven, we got the Du Bois County Nationals. Hope I got that right. I think I got that right, all you Iowa people. If I got it wrong, go ahead, hit me up on Instagram, call me a couple names, keep it somewhat clean, okay? I apologize. Number six, we got Tigers Black. Number five, we got Des Moines Cubs. At number four, we have uh, the Rage coming in with a 34-12 record. Number three, Iowa Sticks Red. Number two, top tier Iowa 33-15 record. Good guys over there. Gotten to know them 
a little bit and uh you know jay uh, does a good job over there it's a great program over there top tier iowa shout out number one once again we got cedar rapids rides 43 9 and 1 record so you know back to back here 9u or uh, 10u and 11u cedar rapids reds taking over that number one spot and uh, just goes to show you the program that they run. I've talked about it already, and you're going to hear about it in the interview. But it's, uh, it's a strong program. They're, they got a, a big name, and uh, rightfully so. They do a great job over there. Top over to the 12U rankings for last year. End of the season rankings, 2021. Coming in at number 10, St. Silver. Number 9, the Mud Dogs. Number 8, Iowa City Trojans. Number 7, we got the Cedar Rapids Black Team. Number six, Tigers Black. Number five, Mustangs Baseball Club. Number four, Westside Aces. Number three, Cedar Rapids Reds. Number two, Aces Baseball, 43-5-1 last year. Great record. And number one, we got the Iowa Stars with a 55-11 and record. So, heck of a season there, 55-11 and at 12U. Again, that's... that's that's good stuff right there, man. That's uh, that's what we want to see. So congrats, Iowa Stars, coming in at the number one spot there. Let's hop over to the 13U rankings. Coming in at number 10, we got Iowa Sticks. Number 9, we got the Iowa Prospects. Number 8, we got Cedar Rapids Predators. Number 7, Cedar Rapids Reds. Number 6, Trojans Gold. Number 5, Soy City Sox. Number four, Barnstormer Big Dogs. like that name, too. like that name, Big Dogs. like that. Number three, Walkie Redbirds. Number two, 49-11-3 on the year. It's a, it's a heck of a record, especially number two. So uh, congrats, Davenport Wildcats, coming in at number two there. And then your number one spot, the 13U rankings, uh, goes over to top tier, Iowa. 40 12 and 2 record congratulations top tier iowa looking forward to seeing you guys this season and uh real real excited to see all these teams play man definitely want to get over iowa a little bit more and uh you know see what they got i appreciate uh appreciate all they do good people over there so definitely going to be over there a couple times this season for sure want to get try to get over that state tournament state tournament's pretty strong every year from what i've seen it seems to be that the top teams always do go to that tournament from what i see um you know correct me if i'm wrong out there but from when looking up these past couple years um definitely last year i know for sure when we were looking at the game changers and, and everyone playing in the state tournament i pretty much saw all the top teams there and it's a strong tournament so um i love seeing that man i love seeing all these top teams going to this this big tournament and whether it's a state tournament whatever it may be but you know they want to they want to bring it home for iowa so i uh definitely that's on my list to get out to this season i hope everyone goes back to that one all right now time to give a shout out to the iowa teams ranked in the midwest here so let's go over to the 9u division uh number three in the midwest quad city knights number 10 in the midwest we got the savages number 12 in the midwest we got cedar rapids reds Number 16 in the Midwest, we got Iowa Sticks. Number 27 in the Midwest, we got Quad City Heat. Number 40 in the Midwest, we got Top Tier. 41 in the Midwest, we got Norwalk Elite. Number 44, we got Rage Red. Number 46, we got Rams Black. And number 49, we got the Iowa Tar Heels. So 
If my math is correct here, we got all top 10 teams from Iowa in the Midwest. And I think 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yep, exactly. So my math is pretty good spot on. So, you know, big shout out Iowa 9U. That's, that's what's up, man. You guys got all 10 of your teams in our top 50 rankings there for the Midwest. So that's a, that's a heck of an accomplishment. That shows that that division is pretty strong. So that 9U division going to be 10U division this year should be one to watch out. That's for sure. All right, over to the 10U division for the Midwest rankings. Congrats, uh, number 9, Cedar Rapids Reds. Number 15, Quad City Heat. Number 24, Midwest Pride. Number 30, Quad City Knights. And number 38, Iowa Sticks. So, you know, congrats, 10U. Going to be 11U this season. All five of those teams that we had ranked in the state rankings all, again, making to uh, making it to the Midwest rankings. So, good job. Excited to see that division too. That, that division's got a couple. You know, those five teams are pretty strong. So um, excited to see them at some top tournaments this coming year. Over to the eleven U division, we had number eight Cedar Rapids Reds, number eight in the Midwest rankings, top fifty. Number twelve, we had top tier Iowa. Number thirteen, Iowa Sticks. That's a strong right there. Three teams in the top fifteen. Uh, number twenty two, we had Rage. Number forty eight, Des Moines Cu- Des Moines Cubs, and number forty nine, Tigers Black. So a couple teams over there, again, representing strong for Iowa. Over to the 12U division there, Midwest rankings here, top 50. Coming in at number 13, we had the Iowa Stars. Number 15, we had Aces Baseball. Number 33, Cedar Rapids Reds. And number 43, we had the West Side Aces. Over to the 13U rankings, number 6 in the Midwest rankings, we had top tier Iowa. Number 19, we had the Davenport Wildcats. 28, Waukee Redbirds. 39, Barnstormer Big Dogs. Love that name. Said it again, say it again. Love that name. Number 40, we have Soy City Sox. Number 45, Iowa City Trojans. Number 46, Cedar Rapids Reds. Number 47, Cedar Rapids Predators. And number 50, Iowa Prospects. So congrats to all those teams that made it in the top 50 Midwest rankings for the end of the season 2021 rankings. We'll be back at it again with the preseason rankings. And uh, excited to see some movement. Talk about those big pickups and everything that you guys got going on. One thing I did want to mention, uh, I was got two teams that have probably probably two of the coolest logos in uh, travel baseball I know of. And that's uh, Cedar Rapids Reds as a awesome logo over there for them and iowa sticks got a really cool logo too so shout out to those two teams if you haven't seen it yet go check out their instagrams or their facebooks and uh you know check out uh their website whenever it may be and um really cool really cool logos there so they're doing doing a good job over there so that you look good you play good right who said Deion sanders said that right prime time baby prime time uh let's give a shout out to the teams that had multiple teams in the rankings for Different age levels, so multiple teams in your program that got got ranked. And uh, Tigers Black had two teams ranked in the state rankings. Congrats. Uh, Rage Red had two teams. Quad City Heat had two different teams. Uh, Quad City Knights also had two different teams. Top Tier Iowa had three teams from their organization. And uh, Iowa Sticks had four teams from their organization. And uh, Cedar Rapids Reds had six different teams from their organization ranked in our in our state ranking. So congrats to those teams. Those are you know those are the names you want to be looking out for. Whether you know you're looking for a team, you're trying to find a team to play, whatever it may be. Those those are the programs you're looking for. It it shows. It's uh, you know again we may miss some. It's some we forget and 
some we we oversaw or you know whatever it may be but we do feel like we're our rankings are as strong as anyone's out there if not stronger and um it's uh so these are these are good indicators if you're looking for a team you're looking to play someone you want to go to a tournament with top teams these are the places to be so check out those programs that's for sure but again iowa baseball good baseball over there excited to talk more there and with that being said we're gonna go ahead and uh hop into our first interview over here we got casey paul i with uh cedar rapids reds and uh just a great dude over there at cedar rapids reds and does a great job with his program and you know, really challenges these kids and puts them in good spots for them to learn to develop. He talks a lot about developing and, you know, real impressed with their program. And, you know, again, I said it earlier in the show, but this team just isn't one of the best in Iowa and it's not one of the best in the Midwest. It's one of the best programs in the entire country. This program is known. So they carry a big name. People know who this program is and they do a great job and they, they have been doing a great job for years to come for years before. And, uh, Got a real cool new facility going up. I, I checking out their Instagram the other day. So go check out their Instagram. It's a real cool facility. They're doing a good job over there. And again, they're making a name for themselves and they have been. So it's uh I'm excited. Excited to see what they do this coming season. I know they're gonna be right at the top of everything and they always are and always wanted to play a top competition and never shy away. So with that being said, uh here we go. Let's go, Casey. All right, everybody, welcome back. I got Casey Paul I with me from uh, Cedar Rapids Reds over in Iowa. Casey, what's going on, man? Hey, nothing. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Yeah, no, I'm glad to have you on. For those of you that don't know Cedar Rapids Reds, then you're not in the travel baseball game at Cedar Rapids Reds. You know, not just one of the best programs in the Midwest or just in Iowa. You know, you guys carry this reputation in, in uh, the entire country. You know, everyone knows Cedar Rapids Reds. You guys got a great program. You do things the right way. Um, you know, talk about what it takes to get to this level for you guys, and and how did you guys get to where you're at? Yeah, um, I mean, we've been been around for you know 34, 35 years and, and going strong, and obviously had some some good people to follow. But you know, probably starts with number one, our families. You know, we we try and have good families. You know, who obviously have some good baseball players who. who who they they sign up, but good parents, good families are involved. I think that's that's always key um, to to successful organization and um, just the you know the hard work and the um, you know the effort that that the kids put in. Um, you know, being travel baseball, it, it is a little bit more demanding um, when you're when you are traveling and you know with costs and things like that. So um the expectation of you know putting a little bit more time is there and, and our families you know they don't they don't uh blink an eye when we ask that so um definitely starts with the families and then we have a great great executive board and and backing with with you know the guys running it you know with with uh johnny vasquez our, our vp uh brian greenley our treasurer um and then we have uh, nick freshauer kind of uh, he's in our communication slash secretary role and we've added two um, this year advisory positions, whether it's baseball or softball, with Ed Walter and Adam um, Palmer. So uh, good support system there to to keep pushing the organization forward. And you've got to have that. I, I feel right. I completely agree. And you, you mentioned the softball portion of it. The softball is newer for you guys, if I'm not mistaken, is it? Or yep, yep. So yeah. last yeah. year was our first official year to have to to have softball fall under the the Reds umbrella. 
Um, and so we've added a, a sec, uh, sorry, a third team um, for this season. So three total softball teams. Um, so seven U, which is actually a developmental um, team. They'll play eight U stuff, but just kind of scaled back. Uh, and then our nine U and twelve U teams. So um, three total teams awesome. there. So yeah, it's good to get that growing too, and put it under your umbrella. And you know, I'm sure that's going to take off and be the next thing for the organization. And I love to hear that. You know, to spread it. You know, especially you know, you see girls playing baseball too, and the ones that want to play softball but want to be with big organizations. So I love to see that. I love to hear that. That's awesome. And uh, how long you've been with Cedar Rapids Reds? Oh, I'm going into my fifth fifth year, um, fourth on the board, second in the president seat. Um, so kind of, you know, I've been around as long, but uh, I feel like you know the time I've been around, it's kind of been in one of those um, you know leadership roles within the organization. So just continue to to you know see what's out there to keep pushing us forward and um, go from there. Yeah, and you know the the organization keeps growing, keeps doing big things. You guys are always at these big tournaments and everything. You know, kind of talk about the off season work that you guys do because you know you don't just get to the level you guys are at by just you know showing up in in March and April. So kind of talk about the off season. You know what you guys do to prepare yourself to get ready for everything that you do. Yeah, so you know typically after we kind of go through the tryout portion of things, you know, in in July. Um, we start to kind of, you know, dissect what we're doing for fall, fall workouts. And one thing we've, we've done is, you know, most teams, I think in, in other organizations and what we've done in the past is they, it's kind of hit or miss whether they do something in the fall, you know, kids are playing other sports, which, you know, which is great. Um, so we decided actually last year, um, and something I kind of head up is, is what we call fall organizational workouts. So we get all age groups together. Um, you know, they're divided up, you know, in certain fields and, and things like that, but we take them through, uh, it's practice scenario. It's, it's fast paced. Um, there's some scrimmage scenarios kind of mixed in there, but it's a, it's a five week, um, session and two days per week. So, um, just kind of teaching things, you know, drill wise and, 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 you know, position, uh, position wise, you kind of break up the different positions and, and teach them all, you know, you never know when you're, you're going to play a position and, um, try and really focus on the development, um, in the fall instead of, you know, overusing pitchers or, you know, playing too many games. It's actually, Hey, let's teach and learn and, and go from there. And, um, we bring in some outsiders too in that time. So whether it's, you know, ex professional college players or coaches, um, we're, we're seeing who we can bring in to help give a different perspective. And then our coaches are actually learning from that as well. So it's kind of a, a win-win. Yeah, I, I love that. And I, I forget who it was. I had a guest on a couple of weeks ago, and they talked about coaching development and, you know, coaching classes because a lot of times that doesn't happen where, you know, the, the kids are just getting the workouts. But it's good to see the coaches, you know, kind of getting a different perspective of things and learning new things from different people and uh, giving the kids a break from the coaches too and, you know, whatnot. And I love that. And I love how you guys got all the teams together. You know, I, I imagine that's great for the younger kids. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the kids love it. They get to kind of – you know, the, the nine U kids get to learn from the 10 U kids, you know, it's the same distance and things like that and, and, and so on. And, uh, you know, we're in right now, we're in kind of our recharge our battery mode. No, nothing's going on and, and we don't want anything going on. We, they're playing other sports, you know, wrestling, basketball. And um, when we get into, you know, after the new year in, in January, we'll start, um, you know, our indoor hitting once a week or, or practices once a week just to kind of, you know, establish that kind of foundation and, and, and work from there. And once we can get outside, we'll start to add our, our 
you know, outside two two week two day a week practice. Um, but then, you know, in January, we, we also focus kind of what you said on our coaching development. We do coaches clinics for our coaches and, and we teach them, um, you know, give them some different things to, to incorporate with their teams and, and just kind of grow their knowledge because they most of them are dads. You know, they may not have coached before, which is fine, um, but we're we're here to help. And uh, we take that seriously when we when we do our coaches clinics and, and the development side with the coaches. So we're excited about that, kind of gearing up for that here in January. No, oh, I love that. That's that's important. And, you know, the coaches have to grow along with the kids. But, um, you know, taking a break, you guys said a little recharge. You know, I see the main focus is the new fields you guys are building. Talk about that, man. If you guys haven't seen it yet, go check it out on your guys' Instagram um, where, website, wherever it is. But, man, they look awesome. Yeah, we're, you know, we're extremely fortunate, you know, to, to be able to call, uh, you know, Triple Play Park our, our home and, and fortunate, you know, with, with the, the people at Triple Play to, to kind of work with them and, and what they brought to us and in the community. And uh, we're just lucky and, and, and grateful for that. Um, six, it was a four, four plex, I guess, or, or four existing fields. They kind of gutted them, um, re, redid the surface redid the the backstops the dugouts um lots of new uh concrete work kind of redid the concession stands um and then they added two new smaller fields uh with with some big 30 foot tall green monsters um in, on both of them uh, for the for the younger kids so it's going to create that you know that experience and that's i think that was their goal um is to create a, a positive baseball and softball experience you know for the kids but then also also a good fan experience um, when they when they come in as well. So um, that's we're super excited. Everything should be ready to go. I know yesterday there was some good weather. And they were laying sod out on those two small fields, and you know after a few touch ups, you know it should be good to go for when we get outside next, you know, late March hopefully. Wow, that's awesome, and and I, I love the, it's like little things. So you talk about that big green monster. I, I thought I saw you guys logos on it and everything. Is that was that what that was? Yep, yep. So one has our our uh, Reds logo, yeah. and the other has yeah. you know the Triple Play Park logo. So you drive by there, you know, hey, that's that's where the Reds are, and uh, and hopefully you know kids and families you know say I want to be a Red and, and be there. So right, um, kind of grows the organization you know that way in that or in that regard as well. So brings some new families and gets them excited for you know if their kids five now maybe in, you know when they're seven or eight um, they're looking at the Reds you know for an opportunity. Right. I love that. I, I, I've i seen those green monsters and everything in the exact material that you guys have. I haven't seen a logo on them, you know, and I, there could be other ones out there. I'm sure there are, but I haven't seen that. So that's one thing that caught my eye. I'm like, this is cool. You're driving by it. You're able to see it. And it's just like, even as a kid, if you're on the team already, you're like, I'm going to play here. This is my field. Yep. You know, and, and our coaches, you know, they're, it's, it's our home, you know, they're the coaches and players are going to, you know, expected to take care of it. It's not, hey, we have this maintenance guy to, to clean up after ourselves. You know, one thing, you know, when I grew up, it's you're going to learn how to take care of the field. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we lose sight of that a little bit nowadays. Um, so that's going to kind of be a, an expectation with our coaches and players, um, you know, so when they get to, you know, hopefully a high school or, or even, you know, if some of us get to a college, some of the players get to a college level, that's how it is. Um, so they, they know how to do that. 
Right, I know. I, when I was growing up, we had to rake the fields after the game. You had to lock the lockbox and everything, and kids don't know how to do that nowadays. So it's good to whip them into shape and, you know, show them that, hey, this is yours, but we got we to gotta protect it. We have to do everything we can to make sure it looks good. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, you talk about the players that you have, you know, from what I've seen from your organization and, and you know, other people say the same thing. You got great players but you got good kids too, good families. So, you know, you guys got that family environment that you created and everything. And, you know, kind of talk about that, what it takes to, you know, to have this and how important it is for a team to succeed with good families. Yeah. It, you know, it obviously starts with the families and, and that's one thing, you know, if, if there's, you know, distraction with families and things like that, it, they're probably, it's probably not going to work out in our organization. And so that's, you know, we try and set that tone at the beginning when, you know, teams are formed and, and roster spots, you know, are, are, you know, are called upon, you know, for certain players and families are, you know, asked to accept, but I think those expectations are set, but, you know, from there, I mean, it's, it's, you know, we're, we want the kids to work hard and, and the kid's not going to drive themselves to go get better. Obviously that, that parents got to get them there. So that's an expectation too. And we're fortunate enough to have, you know, um, good families and to, to understand the expectations, you know, in our, and we lay it out there in our, our player parent contract um, when they accept a spot. So there's no secrets or anything like that. Um, so we are, you know, we are fortunate enough to, to have, you know, a number of, of families uh, like we do. Um, and then a number of families that kind of give to our organization, which I think is key too, and, and just kind of do some different things. So it doesn't just fall on, the coaches or even our executive board or myself, um, we have, we were able to rely on um, other people. Uh, so then we can kind of keep, you know, looking ahead at what's, what we need to do to, to push us forward. Yeah, that's great. And again, that's why you guys are so successful is, is all the little things behind that. And, uh, you know, Talk about a couple of players that have come through the program. I know you guys, you know, produce Division One athletes left and right. Um, you know, phenomenal baseball players. You know, a couple of names that come through the program that you know that hey, these were our guys. Yeah, uh, I can kind of go an older one and then more of a, a more recent one. Um, AJ Puck, he's a left-handed pitcher for the the Oakland Athletics, and he he migrated through the Reds organization. I think he's kind of the biggest one um, that, that comes to mind. Biggest in height too, right? <laughs> he's got to be, he was just like six, seven or something, right? Is he t- <laughs> just a, just a mammoth um, and can, and can throw it. Yeah. Um, so he, he's one, you know, he kind of, you know, sets the bar there probably for, for any ready who's, who's made it anywhere. Uh, you know, more recent, we've got, you know, a kid at Marion high school, um, Miles Davis, he's committed to the, the University of Iowa. Uh, he, he's played throughout the organization and um, just kind of just a good kid. Uh, I know he works hard, and, and that's why he's he's a commit there at the University of Iowa. Um, and so, you know, there's a number of kids that kind of that kind of grow and, and have gone on to play in the, in the college setting. But we want to we want to make sure when we're looking around. Um, next summer uh, during Iowa, Iowa high school baseball, we want to see a bunch of different reds around, around the Cedar Rapids and, and surrounding areas on, on those varsity fields. And that, that means something, um, you know, the coaches were always talking, Oh, he was a red, he was a red. So that's pretty cool. Um, so there's a number of players out there who, who, you know, continue to play at the high school level and are lucky enough to kind of get to that collegiate level. And then, you know, like AJ making a little bit further. 
Yeah, no, I mean, that's a heck of a name to come out of the program. And that's what it's all about. It's, it's about the development to get them to the next level and looking around that high school field and saying, hey, that, those are our guys right there, you know, two here, two here, whatever it may be. But, again, that's the goal is to prepare these kids for that high school level and whatever comes after that, great. Yep, yep. And, and so, that's, so, you know, yeah, like you said, that's that's special when that happens. Right, I agree. Talk about the goals you guys got for this coming season or as an organization or certain team goals. Um, you know, what's on the what's on the chart this year? Well, I think right now just as a as a <clears throat> executive board is getting through the whole uniform, uh, the uniform <laughs> and equipment battle. You know, any any every year it's it, that's always a battle. But, uh, you know, this year with all the setbacks and, and shipping delays and all and, and inventory. Yeah. So we're just trying to get through that, but no, we're we're looking to keep the gas down on on the development side. I think uh, once we kind of get into the new year, and you know, development should always be the the number one focus with the, with the players. Um, set set waiting aside, put the development there, and, and keep that at the the front, and, and the winning will follow. I think you know, kind of showed last year. Uh, we had one state championship team, but um, we had a, numerous. I think we had four or five of their second place uh, in, in the, in the gold top bracket. So that says something. And then, you know, some of those other, other um, uh, teams had, had successful years too. So I think on the development side, we did make that a focus last year and it, and it showed. Um, so I think that's always going to be the focus and, and we're going to continue to do that after the, the first of the year. Yeah, and when you mentioned the state tournament, I actually talked about it earlier in the show, going over the Iowa rankings and everything. Your guys' state tournament seems to be like all the top teams are going. There's no, hey, we're skipping, we're going here, we're skipping, going there. It seems like the big dogs are coming out for that tournament every single, you know, at every single age level. Yeah, yeah, and then, and you know, there are some other, you know, World Series or some other things going on around, you know, the Midwest, and um, but it is kind of cool to. Um, to have the top teams in the state to, to, to try and play for that state state championship. Um, yeah, it's another tournament, but yeah, it's that end of the year, you know, kind of bragging rights that you're, you are working for. Um, even though you may play after that or, or that could be the end of the season. So yeah, it's kind of nice to see the top teams, you know, in the state year in, year out, you know, you, you know, they're going to be there signed up for it. Right, I love that, and you know some of the other states they, uh, you know, allow different different teams from different states, and I'm all for the great competition. Um, I, I feel like the state tournament should just be your state, and you know, it's like there's plenty of other opportunities to bring these other teams in. But from what I saw last year, you guys, it was pretty just Iowa, and it was all the top teams, and uh, that's definitely a tournament I want to get down to this season. It seems like, like I said, everyone's there. Yep. Yep. No, it's, it's, you know, like you said, it, it says something when it's just, you know, the teams in, right. in your right. state, I think that, you know, anything other than that kind of, um, I don't know, lowers the, lowers the tournament I feel. Um, cause like, you know, there are other tournaments you can, you can go to like your world series and things like that even after. So, um, yeah, that'd be nice if the directors stepped in and, and kind of put their foot down on that, but, um, that's not my choice. I no, no, not mine either. But it, I, I agree. That's that's something that's kind of just been on my mind. It's like you know, especially for a team like you who, who is going to these top tournaments, you know, pretty much every weekend. You're already seeing those teams from those other states at these other tournaments. So it should be that one weekend where you know the state of Iowa just battles it out. So well, maybe maybe we'll see some change, and maybe maybe not. Who knows? But that's what we're trying to do: trying to change some things up and uh, and whatnot. Um, so, you know, you've been in it for a little bit, you get, you've got the great program here, you know, 
what makes you love travel baseball? Oh, the kids, first and foremost. I think, you know, the kids are are the number one thing. And, you know, especially in our, our organization, you know, the dedication that our kids have. Um, it is travel baseball. So, you know, like I said earlier, the expectation is a little bit a little bit higher. Um, we try and set the bar a little bit more. Um, and we, we demand a little bit more than, than a non, you know, travel ball organization, if you will. Um, so, so with that, seeing the kids who, um, who understand that and, and keep pushing, I think that's, that's what, it, that's why we're here to get them better. And, uh, I think they, they, they're the number one thing why we do it. Yeah, no, that's, that's the right answer. It's, uh, and then it should be for all these programs. It should always be about the kids. And uh, I got a random question here. I see you with your CR logo on your hat. Now, do you guys use the, do you guys lose, use, use the other logo too, right? The, the red guy? Uh, I don't think we're supposed to. I think we got to okay. slap on okay. the wrist. So <laughs> Did you? Not, Did you? not much anymore. No. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I was, I was going to say, I, I need a hat with that. That is the coolest thing ever. I like the CR, but that makes sense on that way. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could. We kind of were battling that this year. Uh, um, but, hey, it is what it is. We got to follow the rules. Yeah, right. It's. I mean, again, the CR is cool, too. I love it, especially when you could see it on that on that big green monster. How high are those fences? They look pretty tall. Wow. Wow. So if you get over that, you got you got a future, huh? Oh yeah, so those seven. You know, I think uh, state tournament wa- was at our at our place last year on the four big fields. So I think they're going to have um, one of the seven U state tournaments on those two fields for next summer. So those kids, you know, are going to love it. Yeah, that's just. I mean, that's that's cool. That's what it's about. Is you know, especially at that young age, seven U, eight U, being able to go play in that field. That's what motivates these kids to continue playing this game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I'm not a big, you know, hey, hit the home run, you know, every at bat type of type of guy or coach. And um, I'm still a little bit old school, but there's nothing like seeing a seven, seven or eight year old kid hit one over the fence and, you know, watching them go nuts. Right. Yeah. Even, uh, you know, when they get to nine and 10 too, it's like, it's becoming harder to hit these home runs. It was, you know, I guess I should say easier for some kids, but at that nine, 10 year old age, the kids are still throwing really hard and at the short distance and stuff. So yeah, go ahead and celebrate, right? <laughs> That's how we learn. That's how we learn the game of baseball, having fun. And uh, so, you know, I, I got to see a couple of kids years play down in Florida last year. I know they're going back down there again, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep, yep, they'll be down there uh, for the New Year's deal. Awesome, yeah, and, th- and those are uh, the 11U kids. Uh, do you guys got any other kids from your program going down there also? Yeah, we've got, there's a couple uh, um, 9U and 10U kids going down. Okay. Um, I don't think any other of our older ages, I'm not 100% sure, but I know more on the younger side. Um, there, there's some kids going down that were fortunate enough to make you know, make one of the teams to, to go. Awesome. Yeah, I love seeing those kids down there. Like I said, I, I got to see them down there last year and the way they carried themselves. Um, you know, just a great representation of your program and, you know, of the families, the families and everyone, just good people. And uh, I think that's what speaks most about your program. It's, yeah, they're good, great, great baseball players, but um, the way they're brought up in the program and the way they act is, is just way more important to me. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. They, uh, yeah, we're lucky to have them, and you know they'll hopefully represent you know our organization well down there again. Yeah, I love it. 
so I got a little game for you, Casey. Um, I'm going to throw some random questions out at you. Um, no hard-hitting questions and nothing too crazy. Baseball-related questions. I want you to, you know, first thing that comes to mind for you, um, spit it right back out at me, okay? All right. All right, let's get it started here. First question I got for you, favorite baseball movie? Oh, Field of Dreams by far. Yeah, you got to have that known. if you're living in Iowa. I was going to say, they, they might have kicked you out of the organization if you didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, 8 a.m. game or 8 p.m. game? 8 a.m. for by far. Yeah, get it over with. Yep, at 8 p.m., you don't want those kids sitting around all day. I don't blame you. Right, that's tough. Yep. Back-to-back game or uh, one game break in between? Oh, I like the game off um, in between. Okay, okay. What was the reason behind that? Just uh, time to relax or? Nah, you really set a lineup or you kind of, you know, depending on what's, you know, pitching, what's going on. Yeah, give you More a More of a coaching strategy. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I hear you on that. Uh, favorite continental breakfast item at a hotel on a baseball trip? Oh, the, the uh, gosh, what's that called? The waffle? Waffle, oh, yeah, the iron. waffle maker thing? I think that's uh, – I'm not – I guess that's what I see of, of our kids. They like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's hard, to, hard to – that's a hard pass. Yeah, I've seen plenty of kids break those things in, uh, in these hotels throughout the years. <laughs> they, they don't know how to relax on that thing. Uh, seeds or uh, chewing gum? Oh, seeds for sure. What's your, what's your flavor of choice? Oh, it's that uh, sweet and sour. Yeah, that's that's the popular one right now. No. I mean, I show up with it, but by the second inning, I don't I don't see them anymore when I leave them in the <laughs> dugout. So, yep, that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, those are the popular ones right now. You can't even find them all the time anymore. Everyone's buying those. Uh, favorite baseball player of all time? Ooh, Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, huh? Yep. Short? Were you a shortstop playing back in your day, or what? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I was. You know, my my wife was. We just, you know, he does it the right way. Um, although my buddies, you know, they 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 give me a lot of crap for it, but uh, it, they don't think he's, you know, first ballot Hall of Fame type, you know, player. But he, uh, I think they just hated the Yankees. Is, is the deal? That's fair. Um, That's fair. Or we're, or we're jealous. Right, right. Are you a Yankees fan? With and you got no MLB team in in Iowa. So are you a Yankees fan or Yankees all the way? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Waiting for them to do something in the free agency though, right? right. Yep, yep. <laughs> I was just talking about that with one of our other Reds coaches uh, earlier today. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, I know how that is. I'm a White Sox fan. I'm just sitting over here and getting used to it by now. Good old Jerry Reinsdorf not spending money. uh next question i got for you uh if you had to coach your game in a suit like the nba used to would you still coach Ooh, i I probably i i'd still coach i might uh i coach third now but i might be coaching from the dugout (laughs) yeah you're not trouting out there in a suit (laughs) yeah just sit there in the dugout and uh not sweat as much yeah, <laughs> I appreciate those answers, and uh, you know those are always always fun. Good answers there. Um, I got one question for you here. 
you know, what's one moment for you that comes to mind when I say travel baseball? You know, kind of that one moment that's going to stick with you forever, whether it's a coaching moment, a uh, playing moment, something in your organization, whatever that is, that, that one moment for you that will always be there. Oh, I think, you know, just uh, I'd be stupid if I didn't say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting I'm lucky to coach my, my own son. You know, uh, I think that's one thing that, you know, I'll take with me, you know, as long as I do it over the rest of my life. Um, you know, I coaching's coaching. I, I love doing it, but you're there every day with your, your own son. I think that's, that's definitely something that, uh, probably is at the top of the list. You know, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of others up there, but I got to say that's probably the top. Yeah, I, I love that, and I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to that. And um, you know, just briefly, kind of touch on that a little bit more. Like, you know, the relationship that you have. It, does your son appreciate it yet? Because you know, all the kids don't appreciate it yet. You know, I, someday they will. You know, my dad coached me. I didn't appreciate it as a kid. It was too much for me. But like looking back at it, I'm like, like you said, those are the best moments of my life. Yeah, yeah. You know, there, there's some hard times that come with it, and and, and obviously a lot of good, good. You know experiences and good times and you know you're back and forth no he probably doesn't appreciate it yet he's you know he's only 10 right. uh, you know right. gonna gonna be 11 you know i think in a couple of years he might or maybe when he gets to high school he'll look back on it um so you know and it's just just you know keep pushing him but then just knowing when you go home you know he's he's your he's your son and you know you leave the baseball stuff alone i think is is key um he's got to find a way way to do that and um, I think that can sometimes be hard, um, but you know, if 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 you know, just being around him and not trying to find a way, I think that I I, I love doing it, and um, I think that's you know, just cherishing those days because you know you don't get you don't get too many of them. Yep, I, I agree with you there. It's a uh, special times, and I always bring it back to I don't know the guy's name. He's on Instagram and TikTok, and he does the videos of him being a coach of his kid at home, and he's just constantly like I don't know, yelling at him, doing different things. I'm, I'm sure you've seen it. They're like very viral videos, and I don't know the guy's like I'd have to find it. I'll send it to you, but it's like I always show my kid that and be like, don't let me be this guy because you know he's being funny he's joking about it but there's so many of those people out there it's like you got to separate from the field and at home it's so important yep and that you know that's hard coaching you know other kids and coaching your kid and you know kind of drawing the line and, and figuring it out but um somebody has to i mean that's yeah. an organization they're dads they're not paid coaches so all the dads you know it's one of those things you know that i understand you know, leading the Reds and, and, and coaching my own kid that it is a little bit harder, um, but somebody does have to step up to the plate and do it. Right. And like I said, I, I can promise you he'll appreciate it someday if he doesn't already. They all do. We all do. I'm sure you did it. I did it. It's uh, it's something we'll remember in the long run. But um, Casey, I appreciate you hopping on, man. I, you know, Cedar Rapids Reds, It's uh, I'm excited to see you guys play this coming season. You know, like I said, I can't preach enough about you guys. You guys do things the right way in not just great baseball players, but great kids, good families, good people there. And uh, I'm excited to see what you guys do this coming season. No, I appreciate you having me on. This is fun, and uh, yeah, we're we're excited about the 2022 and the Reds organization. Yeah, absolutely, and let, let's get you back on. You know, more towards the season once you guys get going and uh, get an update from you guys. And you know, every age level, you guys, you know, top, top, top. So it's like you know, maybe once a month, hop on the show and you know, give us an update on every team. Absolutely, we'll do. All right, I appreciate it, Casey. 
I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Casey. I sure did. He's a, he's a good dude. And again, I, I can't tell you enough that this is what we do this for is to get exposure to good people, good, you know, good programs and, and have good kids and everything. So, um, you know, I've talked, I could talk baseball with Casey any day and he'll definitely be on the show again. And, um, definitely want to get down by their new facility over there, new fields, I should say. And, um, you know, watch this team put in some work. So I, uh, I look forward to speaking Casey some more on the podcast as we keep going, but hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. All right, so as you guys know, we've been breaking down some top tournaments each and every episode the past couple ones. And um, what I wanted to get into is uh, we got a nice little baseball tournament down in Panama City Beach this year for uh, the New Year's Baseball Fest over in Panama City Beach, December 27th through January 1st. Four-game guarantee, 9U up until 18U. Pretty cool. And uh, right out, right on the beach, awesome complex over there, Panama City Beach Sports Complex. It's the primary complex over there. Just really cool. One of the best facilities I've ever been to, probably top three. Um, probably slotted in at number two, if not number three. It's uh, it's a great facility over there, and running uh, running that again. They ran it for the first time last year. They had some good success over there, so running it again. Uh, it's a six day tournament, and uh, you know they got four turf, ten turf fields. I'm sorry, ten turf fields over there. Uh, they got a beach ball drop party, family kid friendly that's for sure championship rings everything all that good stuff and uh should be should be a pretty good tournament that's for sure they got uh some good teams over there but it's hard to tell you know what teams are what there you get a lot of the combo teams you get a lot of the all-star teams whatever you want to call them um you know i'm looking right now you got nine you got you're represented by uh baseball youth uh you got a team out of Cincinnati. You got the game day teams. You got the JP teams. You got the Rock teams over there. Uh, Tenu. You got baseball youth. Uh, you got champions out of Cincinnati. You got the game day teams. You got the JP sports teams. You got the Rock teams. You got a team out of Fort Walton Beach over there. That's kind of cool. Traveling Eagles Gray. Sounds like uh, might be pretty much their team. Uh, pretty cool. Fort Walton Beach. I actually been there plenty of times. Uh, used to go there every year as a as a kid for uh, spring break so with family and everything so great spot over there excited so to check that team out uh 11u we got some different teams here we got baseball youth uh eastern sluggers out of kentucky we got the game day teams we got the jp teams we got a premier travel baseball phenoms out of uh, missouri we got the rock teams we got a tnt sports team um out of the dynamite group over there sam runs a good program over there shout out sam uh, wow factor out of florence kentucky and then uh, we have our first ever midwest baseball ranked showcase team representing down in panama city beach this year uh, at the new year's baseball fest real excited about this we got one team in here and uh excited to kind of represent here midwest baseball ranks going to be playing in the 11u division there got a pretty cool team pretty excited to you know roll this out we got some uh, upper deck cougars kids naperville renegades kids um we got Ohio Nationals on the team. We have um, a couple other guys from uh, down south Illinois. They're playing for the TBSA Indians, which used to be uh, Central Illinois Force team. So it's a nice little ball club. Excited to excited to see how we do down there. And this is a little preview of what's to come for Midwest Baseball Rings. We're going to be putting some showcase teams together. Uh, I don't want to spoil it all. I want to, but I don't want to. I can't. I've been I've been told I can't. I can't can't get out there and, sh and spoil everything on the podcast right away but uh, just a little preview of what's to come 
Midwest baseball ranks. We're going to be having some big things here. We're going to represent the Midwest the way it should be. And we're going to put these showcase teams together. And we're going to go and compete. We're going to do this. I promise you. We are going to go and put these teams together. And we're going to compete down south at these big tournaments. So be on the lookout if you guys want to get involved in any way. Whether it's coaching, helping organize, helping put teams together. Um, whether you want to be part of it as a player. It's going to be a selective team. But you know we are all ears. We definitely want to speak to anyone and talk to anyone and um you know want to grow this so i can't spoil it all but big things coming for midwest baseball ranks and showcase teams that's all i'm gonna say and you know if i keep talking i'll blow it but be on the lookout for that over to the 12 u team 12 u division got the baseball use again champions out of cincinnati now I don't, I don't really know about this champions out of cincinnati i don't know if it's a if it's a team or if it's a um if it's a, a tournament organization, if, if, if it is a tournament organization, I'd love to learn some more about you guys. Um, if you're listening out there, feel free to reach out and uh, love to learn a little bit more out here. But if you're a team, I mean, it's even better. Cool. Sticking together. But um, definitely any anyone got any information on them, you know, reach out. Like like to more know more about them. I know the baseball use, obviously. I know the game days, obviously. JP, obviously. The Rack, obviously. But um, definitely want to know a little bit more about this champions out of uh, Cincinnati, Ohio area. Uh, you got the Illinois Kings in the 12U division. That sounds like a, just a, a team, which is pretty cool, bringing your team down there. You got the JP teams. You got uh, the Rack teams. And you got a Wow Factor team out of Kentucky. Over to the 13U division, you got Beaver Valley out of Ohio. Um, baseball youth teams, just champions uh, out of Ohio again. You got Cincinnati Angels. You got the Dynamite Baseball Club. Sam's got two teams going over there for this age division. Uh, game day teams, JP Sports, uh, Midwest Stars out of Indiana. Uh, you got a team out of Kentucky. You got Northern Illinois Elite Baseball, uh, the Rock Team, the Outsiders out of Kentucky, the Wolverines out of North Carolina, and a Wow Factor out of Kentucky. So, uh, wow, 23 teams. Wow. That's, that's awesome. That's good stuff, man, for a New Year's baseball tournament. And, uh, pretty cool. 14 new division. My gosh, 25 teams. Jeez, that's awesome. That's, that's what I like to see, man. People going to play baseball in the winter, getting out of getting out of the cold, heading down to Florida, enjoying some good baseball. But you got an All-American Elite out of Illinois, Bulls Baseball Club out of South Carolina. You got the baseball youth guys over there, champions out of Cincinnati. Uh, you got Dynamite Baseball Club again, game day teams. You got the ISA Futures out of Wisconsin. Uh, JP Sports got their teams, Kentucky Stingers, Long Island Marvels out of New York. Pretty cool. That's a nice little drive over there. Michigan Brewers, Michigan Minutemen, uh, Muskegon Clippers, uh, Rowling's Tigers out of Illinois, the Rack teams, uh, Stingers Baseball out of Kentucky, Wisconsin Elite. They always got a great team. Wow Factor out of Kentucky and ZT Elite Midwest. So loaded, loaded. You got 15, 8, 15U, which we really don't cover much. It's got uh, 11 teams. 16U's got four teams, 17, and 18U got a couple teams over there. But uh should be a heck of an event, man. I'm real excited for it. Excited to, you know, showcase what we could do down there as a, as an organization, as Midwest Baseball Ranks, and, you know, putting these showcase teams together. But anyone that's going to be down there, reach out to me, man. Shoot me an email. Shoot me a message on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Let's meet up. Let's, uh, you know, talk some baseball. Let's, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, if you're a coach, let's do an interview player. Um, you know, let's, let's do an interview. It's, uh, whether you're just a fan, a parent, you want, you want to know more. Um, definitely shoot me an email. I'll be down there. I'll be at the fields all day, every day. So, uh, the more baseball we can talk, the better. That's what we're there for. So definitely, uh, 
definitely reach out uh, or i'll be at sharky sharky's uh man good food over there right on the pier good beer good uh good good pepsi for the kids maybe a sprite uh just a great spot over there so if you haven't been down there definitely check out sharky's this is not an ad sharky's if you do want to throw us an ad go ahead uh reach out you can reach me at uh, midwestbaseballranks.com shoot me an email but sharky's is a spot to be i'll definitely be there that's for sure but looking forward to that event and uh like i said if you're there make sure you hit me up uh, i would love to meet meet as many people as possible all right guys we got one more interview coming at you here i got nick nell over from the now uh top tier springfield organization he's the 10u coach this coming season his team last year was the 9u springfield cardinals they transferred over to the top tier springfield organization we'll get into that in the interview but nick's a nick's a, a real good dude he uh i've heard this from multiple people actually nick's a real good coach on the field he prepares his team really well and a great baseball coach when it comes down to it so he's uh and you can tell just just talking to him he gets the game and you know he's a he's a thinker which i like and he, he just he understands the game of baseball so i've heard that from multiple people and uh, he does a great job over there so with that being said let's hop over to nick here we go All right, everybody, welcome back. I got Nick now on the line with me from uh, Top Tier Springfield. Nick, thanks for hopping on the show, man. Oh, appreciate you having me. Absolutely, man. And, um, you know, coach of the 9U team last year, going to be 10U this coming year. Hopping over, you guys were Springfield Cardinals before. Now you're with the Top Tier organization, so out of Top Tier Springfield. You know, talk about, uh, you know, the, the transition from, you know, going from Springfield Cardinals and now you're with uh, Top Tier Springfield, you know, Top Tier is known, you know, throughout the whole country, you know, for a great program that they run and everything that they do. So, you know, kind of talk about the switch that you guys made over the, uh, to that organization. Well, it was kind of tough, I'll be honest. Uh, we were the Springfield Cardinals. I've actually had this group since they were 6U. Wow. So we've been the Springfield Cardinals since since 6U. And, and um you know, it's my job to, to always look for, you know, opportunities for these boys. And honestly, it came down to that. It was it was about um, seeing the future um, and not holding on. You know, the Springfield Cardinals organization um, was a little bit changing, was changing, to be quite honest. And I was looking for kind of the next level to take, to take this team. Um, I think they deserve that. I think that's our job is – youth coaches is to always look for the opportunities to, to keep these boys moving forward. And so that's what it came down to. There was a lot of uh, different options here locally, but we were looking to make a switch um, to an organization that, that gave the boys uh, more opportunity in the future. And so that, that's what, that's really what it came down to. Honestly, I lost a lot of sleep over it. You know, you got families and, and everything. It, they become part of, uh, you know, it becomes part of their identity. Um, I know whenever I, announced it to the families. I mean, I, I, I gave them a lot of heads up that, that this, this was something we were going to look at and we were looking at it for the right reasons um, to make a change um, to a different organization and that I, I, was, I was having the boys, um, boys in mind making that switch. But I, I, I did reiterate, you know, the Springfield Cardinals is still part of our identity. It's still about who we are. I said, wear, wear your stuff proud. Um, there's no reason to um, you know, throw all your gear away you had. It's still good. It's still good gear. Um, and it still represents who we are. And um, we've had a lot of great success and, and been known 
as the Springfield Cardinals team for quite some time over these last few years. And I think that's, I think that was always the hardest thing. I, 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 I felt like it was part of our identity, but then again, I thought the boys themselves and who we were was really our identity. And so moving to top tier, it was really about opportunity for the future. Yeah, that makes complete sense. So, you know, this is something that you guys were looking at for a little bit now. You didn't just spring it on in, in July or anything. This is something in, that you guys have been in the works with, huh? Yeah. Um, it was something that has been thought of, um, obviously, in the back of my mind for for a little bit. Um, and there's some local organizations here in the Springfield area um, that I had lots of conversations with. So it definitely was a well-thought-out, well, um, I guess, pros and cons out um, list um, you know, it was a, it was a strategic decision, I guess, on my side, um, to, to move to top tier. They had a great group, um, down here and I'm excited to kind of bring our team, um, and representing top tier down here in Springfield. Yeah, that make, it makes complete sense. And, you know, you're bringing your team over there who hands down one of the top teams in the Midwest. You guys had a fantastic year last year, 45-12-1, and one, um, finished in our top five in the rankings for um, the state of Illinois. You guys are in the top 25 for the Midwest rankings. And, you know, I, I've gotten the chance to watch you guys play multiple times this season. And just a, a real rounded group here and, and you know, um, just solid ball players all along. So, you know, this they're not top tier is not just getting some normal team or whatever. They're getting they're getting a great ball team here so talk about kind of the season you guys had uh, you know it's it was a long year and everything but you guys had a fantastic year so you know talk about how uh, last season went well i appreciate you saying that we're a solid group um always like hearing hearing that especially from people that watch us you know um they do they put in a lot of work um i think um and they love doing it um, this team's this team's a special special group um we had a good year last year, the year before, even at 8U, and these kids are probably so young and innocent, they don't know how good they are actually doing on the ball field, so that's that's kind of fun. They, they do have a lot of fun just um, just playing hard, but, you know, they're still kids, and we had a great season. I line up a, a good schedule, a schedule that's competitive, um, but also promotes development and growth. I try to try to run the team that way. Um, this is kind of that year. So nine, you know, this past year, there was, you know, there was, there were struggles too. Was, you know, you, you mentioned a good record and yeah, we did, um, we did good in some tournaments, good showings and, um, but we always have rooms for improvement. You know, those, when, when those kids get on the mound and, you know, the pressure is a little bit different and they, you know, they start playing a greater competition. Now you got kids leading off and, you know, then all the mental game comes into play. And I honestly, that was our focus going into last year. And then, you know, it was kind of evident to them early on. We had some success down in Iowa early, but then we let that, we, we you know, they're kids. So then they just thought winning was going to be easy. So we went through a little bit of a tough, tough stretch, which was great for me as a coach. You know, it's always hard to have coaching moments where everything's going good because they're just like, oh, we're still winning, coach. So it doesn't right. matter. <laughs> Um, so it was almost a blessing. We had a little bit of rough stretch, um, just, uh, late spring, um, because I think it propelled, propelled our group to finish really strong, uh, especially down in Dayton, um, where we played one of the, you know, just a great, great group of teams. Um, it's a great group. You know, I, I don't have, you know, this is my son, Brooks, he's, he's nine you, but I have an older daughter. So this is kind of, I'm kind of growing into this and, but, um, you know, as far as the boys baseball, but man, what a great, 
what a great collection of teams we have. Um, and I've gotten to know a ton of ton of ton of the teams in Iowa and Michigan, up in the Chicago area, even down south. I mean, it's just a just some really amazing coaches and teams. Um, so that's that's been a lot of fun um, to to do. And so yeah, it was a great year last year. Really proud of them. Um, and we got our development plan going in for for ten years. So we're we're hoping that we can we can have another good uh, another good year next year. Yeah, I love it. And I love how you talk about the early struggles and um, you know, it, that's that's great. I, I know personally from my standpoint, my kid at eight U, they started off the year like twenty nine and oh and they lost a game in the state tournament, the last tournament of the year, and they didn't know how to react from one loss. I, I swear to God they cried for an hour. They didn't want to talk to anyone for days so getting those early you know things out of the way it, it definitely helps you don't want to you don't want to go into the end of the year undefeated or with one loss so it definitely helps especially at the young ages to get those early losses or early mistakes out of the system yes um, they have to learn how to fail i mean i think that's right. our biggest you know one of our biggest talking points is you know failures on the same road to success okay if, if you don't have failure then you're not going to be able to push yourself further to, to grow. Um, and so, you know, they're kids and they're great. I, I think what, you know, these, you know, so we've started traveling a lot, even when we were eight. And I think the maturity that these boys are showing at this age, not just in their skill, but in their mind, uh, you know, it, it's, it's great to see. And I, I think, you know, it's amazing what kids these age can actually accomplish and what they can do. Um, um, you know, so it's good. I'm excited for next year. Uh, they've gotten, we've had some winter workouts. They've gotten bigger, they've gotten stronger. And, uh, so excited to see what, what next year brings. Yeah, no, I, I love it. And you talked about, you know, the, the good teams, good people out there. Your guys is nine. you going to be 10. You this coming, um, this coming season for the state of Illinois is, is just ridiculously loaded between you guys. Um, you got upper deck, you got Naperville and you got team Chicago, you know, those four right there are as strong as any Midwest state I've seen at any age. That's, I mean, that's a bloodbath when you go to a state tournament, and you got you four teams in there and I, you know, how, how does that work out? I mean, you guys know you're going to see each other in the semis or the championship, maybe even a quarterfinal, but it's a bloodbath and any of those games can go anyone's way. It is. It is, but you know that's that's what's fun. I mean, honestly, it, you just you don't want to you don't want to invest this much time and this much energy. Um, and they're great guys too, and the kids are great too on those teams. So it's they're you know they're we're competitive and we're spirited, um, but you know we don't have to travel too far to see great right. competition, and that's great. And then not only that, but it's it's good from a coaching, just a atmosphere, you know, to be, um, have coaches, you know, I got all their phone numbers and they got mine. We're very friendly. Um, you know, we're all trying to do the, the same sort of thing. Um, so that's what makes it fun too. It's a friendly rivalries all across. They, they respect us. We respect them, um, which makes it so much more fun. Um, yeah. especially around here because you can get, you know, there's stories out there and those real stories of, of competitive, sports and and youth youth baseball but you know i feel like it's very friendly and respectful um with all those great teams up and down yeah i, I like it and I, if i'm not mistaken i think at the tbr tournament three your those four teams were in the final four if i'm not mistaken yeah but that's crazy i mean you're talking about a national tournament a world series and you have three teams from illinois in the final four so i that's 
that's amazing. That just goes to show you that this age level is crazy. And when you get to the state tournament, but like you said, you know, that's how you prefer it. That's what you want. You don't want to be playing, you know, cupcake games throughout the whole entire season. You want to play these top teams. Yeah. You, you got to push them, you know, um, and it's, and it's pushing in, a, in the right way. You know, they, they need to see what they're capable of doing. And, you know, it, at this level and the, the difference between those teams are really the the finer points that us coaches really try to teach, like the, the little things, you know, the the productive outs and, you know, the game of baseball, even like being able to, you know, put failure aside and go, you know, you take a strikeout and go in the field and try to make a play and, and just anything, how, how, you as a, how you as a team, you know, how you can rally behind one of your teammates and pick up your teammates. When you get in those environments, they learn so much. Um, and it was great. We we had a great experience. We learned a lot from 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 playing in those games more than playing in um, you know lesser competition uh, tournaments where where it's it's not you know those are good because you can get some development time in. Sure. But you know it's a different it's it's different whenever you, the stakes are a little bit higher. You know the moments themselves. I, I tell them all the time. I said, look. Um, in life in general, it's it's these these little moments. You, you, you're never going to be perfect. No coach is ever going to expect you to be perfect. But you need to practice, you need to train, because there's times when you need to be perfect in a moment. And that's what we try to play for. We try to, be, we try to play to try to be perfect in those moments that matter the most. And so if you don't have that good competition, then you just, you know, those, those types of teaching moments just don't, don't happen. Right. You know, they don't, they don't get it. Um, and we've fallen short. You know, we fell short a few times. The Renegades got us on two walk-offs where they oh. came back late, um, and and those stung. But but honestly, that's what fueled us. You know, going into they were down there at the in, in Dayton, and that that really fueled us. And and you know, the good Lord matched us up there in the semifinals <laughs> to to let us have have one last one last chance at them. Right. That's awesome. I, I love the rivalry and, like you said, a friendly rivalry with these top teams. And I love it. I can't wait to see you guys matched up more throughout the season. And, you know, talk about this upcoming season. You know, you already talked about the work you guys are putting in, but, you know, the transfer over to top tier, did that include some, you got any new pickups coming, any any big exciting news or anything along those lines? Got the same group. Nice. Um, Since 6U, man, right? It's right. got the same group. We've had a um, couple kids that added at seven or one kid added a seven but we've had some but from last year this exact same roster going in from nine year to ten year we didn't we did not pick up any it's um you know it's always something um you know that 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 july time frame when it's when it's uh into july early august when there's tryouts and new teams forming and the you know my daughter who plays competitive softball it can be stressful at times and, and to be quite honest i feel like the not only the boys, but the families have put in a commitment to me, and I felt like you know there's this is the right time to to make that commitment to them um, because they're all working so hard that you know let's let's you know we we did not do tryouts this year we we want to take this group and and move forward I think I think that was important it's it's a difficult part of my job you know running that team is to to make those tough decisions. But we have 11 on the roster, um, so we're taking that 11 from our 9 into 10. Um, top tier is going to be great. We're opening up a new facility here in January, so we'll have a big indoor facility. It's going to allow us to continue our development throughout the winter. 
Um, so that's good. Um, it's a great, great group of guys. It's top tier um, down here in Springfield. Uh, we've met almost every other week, you know, putting programs together, uh, putting, getting the facility worked up, you know, scheduling and things, which is, which has been great. Something um, that's going to be a benefit to our boys too. Yeah, and you know, you talk about you taking that same team over with you, and that just shows you know what you're building and the trust that this team has in you, the parents and everything. So you know, you know, even if I was on the outside looking in, I could tell just by you bringing your whole team over there that shows you know the family culture that you guys are creating, and, and you know everyone's all in, and that's important, especially at these young ages, to be able to trust people. So you know, I commend you guys for you know doing that. That's that's awesome. That's that's good. You don't see it all the time, man. It's uh, no, you, you don't, <laughs> and and I feel like I'm a you know. I, you know, it's probably something I always feel like I, um, am I, am I walking a fine line, you know, and in, in doing it, but I keep communication pretty open. Uh, I have one-on-ones with, with parents and families and we do keep, we do try to, we do try to understand, you know, just roles. And I try to be as open and honest with, with kids and their own development plans and where I see them so that there's just no surprises. And, you know, every parent wants the best for their kids. And that's, that's no doubt. Um, and I, I want the best for the team and I just happen to have a son on the team too. So it's, it's always hard to play that different dynamic, but it is a, it is a family atmosphere. Um, and they're great kids. They, you know, they generally love each other and stick up for each other. Um, so it's, it's a, it's something special for sure. And, you know, who knows, you know, they're nine, 10 year old kids and, you know, they love baseball now. Uh, it's my job to, to really just, you know, bring that out in them, and get the get the best out of them, and that's that's what it's about right now for us. Right, right, and and we always talk about hey, they're nine and ten year old kids, but at the end of the day, these aren't your average nine and ten year old. No, kids, they're so. not. You're, you're you're right. <laughs> right. Good good to point that out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I kind of felt, I fell victim to the same thing. You just you just caught me on because yeah. uh, I get that a lot too. Well, they're still just nine and ten. Yeah, but they are. You know, they're they're. They're different. They're right. expect. Not only should we expect more from them, they should expect more from themselves. Right. It's it's a double sword here, and it, it, I go through it too. And I just say, oh, they're nine and ten, and then the next day I'm like, well, no, they're not. They act like they're fourteen on the baseball field. So it's like you know, you go back and forth. But you know, especially you know your team and these other top teams. I mean, these kids, the way they carry themselves, you would never. If you didn't see their height and their size, you would never guess they're nine years old. And you know, it's it's crazy you, the way they handle themselves. And I love it. Any any other you know top tournaments you guys are going to this year? Are you guys heading back to Dayton or anything? Uh, we're going to go down to Elizabethtown. Um, okay. We're gonna play in the ten U Nationals. Uh, I think that's Father's Day weekend. I, oh, the, uh, the Travel Ball Select World Series? Yep. Awesome. I'll be down there, too. That's a phenomenal tournament. Yeah, we haven't been down there. We like to mix it up a little bit. I, you know, when I make the schedule, it's not just competition, but I also look for experiences, um, sure. heard good things about what's going down down there, so we're going to take them down there. Um, we met, we didn't go to Grand Park last year. We're going to go to Grand Park uh, into July. I think there's a, a World Series event down there, yep. Um, yep. second weekend in July. So we're going to do that. We are also going down to a PBR World Series event in Creekside uh, okay. over in okay. Kansas City. So we're going to we're going to go there. I think that's Memorial Day week. Yeah, I was, so I was we actually got some, just talking about some big tournaments. Yeah. Uh, got some big tournaments going on um, in some new places. Um, so that's good. That's good. good. A lot of miles on the cars. 
Yeah, it's worth it though, and it, it's what it's all about. We talk about you know building a, a good schedule. It's so important, and I, I love to have you know guests on, and they tell me where they're going, and um, are excited for it because it's they you you want to go play this top competition. You just rattled off three huge tournaments with great competition, so I love to see that, and I'm glad you guys are heading to those because that's where you guys deserve to be. Yeah, competition is is probably at the top um, for us, especially now with. Going, we, you know, going from 9U to 10U, you know, everything is really the same, right? right? This is like the only year really where things stay relatively the same that we've had all along. There's always been a little bit of shift. Mm -hmm. And so now, you know, I can teach, I can teach more about um, the intricacies of the game, mature them on situational stuff. So it's going to be an exciting off season going in and I'm loving, I'm going to love to see where they're at at the end of the year. I think I'm expecting uh, a lot of special things from this group, so I hope they are too. Yeah, I'm sure they are. And you talk about the new facility open, so it's opening up January this year, or I guess technically next year, but the, you know, in the next couple of months? Yep, they're cool. in there working on it almost every day, nice. trying to get it up and going. So I think that's an important aspect, especially in the Midwest, right. to have uh, have have something to, to do on the week. You know, I don't know what other coaches do. I always have a specific development plan for the winter, um, for these kids, mostly it's just, you know, being, getting stronger, more athletic, uh, working on form, winter season's always a good time to, to fine tune the things that you're good at, but also, um, correct just some minor things, but also the biggest thing, just working on speed, agility, um, working on just being a, just being an athlete. Um, because in the season, it's hard to spend a lot of time, you know, doing that, um, doing that type of work. Um, so that's that's what we're hoping for. Yeah, you know, every coach that I interview, if they're from a top program, top team, they always talk about the off season and getting stronger and getting quicker. And so, you know, all the coaches out there, uh, you're not going to work on a kid hitting 20 home runs in the off season. Work on getting stronger and work on getting quicker because once the season comes around and those games start happening, that's when those other things pick up. But I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, I, there must have been four or five guests that I've already had, and they all talk about getting stronger and getting quicker. And it's extremely important at this young age. It, abs it absolutely is because those fundamentals come from their strength and their core. Those fundamentals are just they, – they, they're easy to teach when the kids are athletic and strong and they can be on their toes and they can, they can, they can drive in those, those, those quick first steps and, and even in the box, just being able to use their core and use the ground. And, and it takes strength you know, to, to buy into the, to, to that. And so absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you that 100%. Uh, so i got to get a little game for you here, Nick. Uh, you know, we've been doing it with our guests recently. Um, going to throw out some questions for you, some random baseball questions and um, quick answers from you. It's like and a trivia we'll see question? see how you do. Yeah, the, no no trick questions, just uh, basic baseball questions, uh, maybe one or two funny. We'll see, but uh, I, won't, I, won't, I won't try to trip you up on anything. I'll try not to. Uh, so let's see. First question I got for you here. If you can't be the number one seed, what seed do you want to be? So every seed's in the tournament? Yeah, every seed. Yeah, one through, let's say one through eight. But one's out of the question. I pro I'd, I'd probably take eight because then I can work backwards in my rotation. Nice. So I'll just, I'll just go eight and I'll, and I'll force them to throw their ace to start. 
that's I, I love that approach because if you a, a team like yours that's a good team, you guys are more than capable of taking out any number one team, and you talk about them having to use their ace, or they may try and throw off and save their ace, and you, that's that's a great answer. I was not expecting that, so you caught me off guard there. <laughs> I love that one. Uh, next question that I got for you here. Uh, so you're down by four. It's the last inning. You got no outs, no runners on. You're three hitters up. Do you want him to hit a home run or hit a double? I mean, I'll take a double. Yeah. yeah. No rally. I always want runners on base. Yep. It, it makes the defense uncomfortable. So, yep. you know, down by four. Absolutely. I mean. <laughs> I need I need three more doubles to, to have yep. a chance. I agree with you. That's a good answer there. Uh, pump up music for the kids, or you kind of just let them um, do their own thing? You know, we have such an eclectic group of, of kids. Um, it's amazing. Some kids – I mean, one of my kids went to a Guns N' Roses concert this, this, <laughs> this year. I mean, it's it's amazing. Um, I'm kind of – my music is, is all over the place. I could listen to almost anything. I have a daughter too, so – and I listen to some of her music, and it's all right. Um, you know, but then my son and I, we listened to some Frank Sinatra before a tournament before too. So, so you know what? Maybe I just haven't found my sweet spot. I will I will, uh, I will, will hedge on uh, pump-up music for right now, um, but, uh, but I'm still looking for the right type of music maybe to play, but – I'll go with pump up music. I like it. I like it. Uh, favorite off season drill that you guys do as a team? Well, let me just think through this for a minute. I want to. <laughs> I want to get this right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. See, I don't know if I can explain it. Um. Wow. I gotta pick one, huh? You can give two if you want. I'll let you have two if you if you if you got more than one. Well, my favorite drill of all time. Um, you know, I don't know. I think I feel like I should YouTube it or video it because it's great. And I use a mini sledge um, for help to for hitting mechanics. It also helps with um, hand and wrist strength through the ball and strong arms at contact, which is a lot of what I teach. So I I have the kids take a mini sledge. You know, and they have they can't swing the sledge to hit the ball, so they got to use their lower half. But they also have to keep their hands and wrist really strong at contact. Mm. So that's that's one I really like. Uh, I do that I do that a ton in the off season to help with form and mechanics because there's a lot of teaching points with it. So my sledgehammer drill off the tee is one. Um, I have a um, I have an agility um, where you go straight straight line in, straight line out, straight line back. Kind of a it's a relay or a one-on-one uh, -on -one kind of match uh, which we end on um, which the kids have a lot of fun you know they love competition oh, so yeah. I got to find some competition and some drills um, so my off-season one um, for right now for the kids we you know that's the one we usually end with um, a quick lateral you know vertical lateral speed race type of thing get that competition going it's it's key I, I like it those are those are definitely different the sledgehammer one though i should youtube that if anybody any interested in me interested in that i can uh can send them a video of it. it's a great one yeah that's awesome yeah definitely send it our way we'll, we'll post it on socials for sure that's that's awesome i like that um favorite college team uh what sport baseball um uh, any any sport football base basketball baseball just combo college um well, it's basketball season now, so I, I root for the Hoosiers, so I'm an Indiana Hoosiers fan. 
Um, so that's that's kind of where uh, that's traditionally where I land. Uh, I went to school in Indi in Indiana as well at the University of Indianapolis. So I kind of okay. I got a lot of my influence when I was in college from from Indiana. So I'm still rooting for them. They um, so University of Indiana probably. Uh, I can't agree with you there. I'm an Illini guy, so but that's I can't, okay. can't agree um, with you there. <laughs> I, I don't see it's it's kind of like the Cub Cardinals thing. I don't root against you know I I pull for the Cardinals, but I don't root against the Cubs, and sure. so I don't root against the Illini. You know, there's only a few few teams I root against. Um, Michigan, everyone everyone roots against Michigan, right? <laughs> I, I guess it depends on, on who they're playing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, favorite flavor of sunflower seeds. Michigan still has cool. like I still I still have a I still have a sweet spot for that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, favorite flavor of sunflower seeds. Oh, the 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 spicy and sweet. Oh, spicy and sweet. Is that what you said before? My bad. I cut you off there. No, <laughs> yeah, spicy and sweet. Yeah. Not an original answer. I like it. Very underrated. I'm I'm with you on that. You can only find them at certain places, though. Oh, I know. And if you find them, like I find them at a at a, at a gas station right here, and, and I grab as many as I can. Right. Right. Within reason, so they don't look at me like I'm crazy. Oh, like you got an addiction. I, I'm just a baseball coach, I swear. <laughs> and uh, last question here: we we ask all our guests this at the end of our interviews and everything. Um, you know, talk about one moment. When I say travel baseball, that comes to mind for you, whether it's a, a play that you'll remember, a win that you'll remember, um, you know, kind of one moment that's always going to stick with you. And for, you know, we love this game. So kind of that one moment for you. There's a couple of them that come to mind. Uh, you know, I'll use, I'll use, um, I'll use AU because there's a lot. We went down. We were looking for. Obviously, that was the COVID year, so we had to really travel, especially being in Illinois. And so we went to Des Moines. Um, heard a lot of good things about the Cedar Rapids Reds program, and they're a great program. Yep. Great group. And so we went down there, and there was a lot of good competition. The Omaha teams have a lot of good teams um, in that area, and so they were in that tournament. It was a Central Iowa um, sports slugfest tournament that had a lot of good competition. And I think that tournament will always stick in my in my brain because one, is there eight? Um, that was a kid pitch tournament, so it was kind of like we were going down there, and that was really that really kick started just what they're actually capable of doing, you know. And they went down there and just and played amazing. And I think one of just the personal con the thing when you think about travel ball is I might uh, have a brother in law and sister in law who live in. Um, in um lived in nebraska at the time and they drove down just to watch because we were close and i think they just planned on coming for one game and kind of just watching and they didn't know what to expect and they yep. came you know and bracket play our first game and they were just you know you saw that they were mesmerized and they had some plans that evening and they're like we're not leaving this is this is amazing and you know when we went on and we won uh, that tournament uh we were we were down early to the Reds, um, 8-2, and we came back and, and won 9-8, uh, I believe, if I have wow. the score right. But it was it was that moment that I think they became a team because they pulled together, and it was it was kind of a really special moment for everyone because I think they, they finally played as a team. You know, as, as they get younger, 
you know, it kind of seems a little, and even now in, in, in youth baseball, I hope no one, you know, understands the team concept. And I get everyone wants their kids to succeed and, and they're really look really watching their own kid. But we really became a team that, that tournament because of, because we were so far away and the competition was so great and they had to fight all the way back in the championship game and they really fought hard. And so that's probably what I remember the most. You know, there's been always a few moments and every every coach probably has those moments, but I'll probably always remember that tournament, those reactions uh, from the kids and those games and the great competition that we played there and how our boys responded at, at eight. Right, yeah, and that's, you always remember, that's a good answer because you always do remember that moment when you take a group of kids and you see it pay off and it's becoming a team they're realizing their potential and everything so i i think that's a great answer and um especially at the young ages like like we talked about these aren't your average at that age eight-year-olds so seeing them come together I, I love it that's what it's all about and that's why we do this travel baseball yeah i tell them all the time they they surprise me um right. i try to challenge them and they always meet the challenge every single time so you know they're amazing group i love every one of them um so yeah, that was that was a good time. Yeah, no, great answer. Nick, I appreciate you hopping on with me, man. I enjoyed uh, our time here learning about your team. And for all those that you haven't seen this team play, it's a phenomenal team. Um, you know, switching over to the top tier Springfield program now. And this, like I said, this 10U division is unbelievable. If you guys get a chance to see these, you know, three, four, five teams that are at this age in a tournament, go check them out. I promise you they're all going to be in the quarterfinals, semifinals of these tournaments. And um, they're going to be battling it out in good rivalry. So I'm looking forward to watching you guys play play and um you know i'm rooting you guys on and look forward to uh you know seeing everything you guys do this off season leading up to the season all right well thanks for having me it's good to meet you good to, thanks for having me on anytime absolutely we'll definitely talk soon towards the season maybe get you on um you know once the season gets going all right that sounds great thanks nick take care all right, it was a great interview there with Nick. Enjoyed that, and I really get really enjoyed uh, getting to know him a little bit better. I didn't I didn't know Nick before uh, a couple of weeks ago, so um, you know he, he he's he's a guy that just gets it gets the game of baseball and is uh, is going to lead his team in the right direction. So excited to have him on uh, once the season gets going and see how they're going how they're doing. But uh, that's going to wrap it up. Episode six, Midwest Baseball Ranks. Make sure you uh, like, subscribe, leave us a re- rating. Five stars always works, but you know, if you feel differently, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but five stars always works. But whatever works for you. Uh, make sure you go check out the website, MidwestBaseballRanks.com. Check out the Instagram, Midwest Baseball Ranks. Check out the Facebook, Midwest Ranks. Um, reach us an email, whatever it may be. Shoot us a – make sure you sign up for our, our newsletter on our website. Go ahead and, and uh, make sure we get in touch with you there. Shoot us an email if you, if you got anything for us. You want to talk baseball. You want to talk about your team. You want to talk about other teams, whatever it may be. We're always here for that. That's what we're here for, talk baseball as much as possible. So uh, make sure you get in contact with us, whatever it may be. But uh, looking forward to next week's episode with our new co-host, Andrew Meyer over at MC9 out of the Detroit area. So excited to get him up and rolling. We'll have some new interviews for you guys. But as always, we uh, we look forward to the next episode and every week. And, you know, uh, during the Christmas week, we're, we necessarily probably won't do a podcast, but we, I, the goal is to get a bunch of interviews kind of stacked up and make it an episode um, without hearing my voice. You guys, you guys could... You guys could use another week off and hear my voice. So stack up some interviews and have you uh, listen to some interviews maybe on your drive down to Florida for the New Year's Baseball Fest tournament. But 
Uh, looking forward to next week's episode. Uh, and make sure you guys hit like, subscribe, leave a review. Appreciate it, y'all. And uh, I will see you. I will hear you. You will hear me. That's the way it should be. You will hear me next week. And I'm out. Thank you.